found my focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as day just what I need to do Start just give it all that you got Cause you don't wanna miss this moment Ready or not You've got to shoot your shot Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me on today's episode of Shoot Your Shot I can't believe that we're into the 20-something episode now which is pretty amazing to be fair. So today's episode is a bit of a reflective episode. It's going to be about the shoot that I did in Tenerife. And I am going to share with you guys some of the things that I was able to learn. If you were able to follow me on my stories, I think I went live a couple of times while I was there as well. You'll know that I was actually second shooting for another photographer. But being in a second shooting opportunity like that is quite unique because whilst you're shooting, you're also able to pick up new ways of working with other photographers. You're able to watch how they use lighting. You're able to sort of take in different techniques that they're using. And if the results are good, you can implement them into your own ways of working. And that in turn will obviously improve your game overall. So. Essentially, I was there. Yes, I was second shooting, but I was taking a lot of information in as well. And the entire environment, I had to converse with, you know, wedding planners, the videographers, uh, obviously the couple, the families, and a whole bunch of other vendors. So I was able to pick up a lot of stuff. And I thought it would be quite a beneficial episode to share with you guys and just share some of the things that I was able to learn and hopefully help you guys if you have a destination shoot coming up or if you are second shooting for someone else either as a destination second shooter or even somewhere local to yourself so without too much let's get into the episode one of the main things that i was able to pick up was obviously destination weddings take a lot to organize and pretty much all destination weddings will have a wedding planner now, wedding planners are absolutely essential. The things that they have to do um, and organize an entire destination wedding, it might be local to them or it might not even be local to them. A lot of the times it's actually not. So if you have any form of an issue or need something clarifying, more than likely your couple probably don't know. It's going to be the wedding planner that you discuss these details with. Because essentially, they are the ones that are, in inverted commas, running the entire show. That has a huge positive for us as a photographer because you'll find a lot of events that you do end up going to that don't have wedding planners. You essentially then take up the role as a photographer as well as a wedding planner. You ask people to stop, you ask people to wait, you are giving out advice of when to come, giving the DJ the thumbs up of when to play the song, a whole bunch of things that you then have to take on. Whereas with a wedding planner, that is their role and you are there to capture the beautiful moments 
and essentially do what you're best at. So yeah, the point that I was going to make was wedding planners are essential. So always have great, great communication with your wedding planners. They will hold all the details of flights, accommodations, transfers, details about the wedding, when something starts, how long you may have for a couple shoot, if things are running late, it's the wedding planner who will try and hurry along and ensure that everything is on time. If you are unsure about some details about the wedding, the wedding planner is going to be your absolute best friend to go to and get those details. So that's one of the things that I've learned that you have to have very, very good and close communication with the wedding planner. They will be probably your primary source of contact across all the days that you're going to be working. The second thing I learned was to have a detailed itinerary of the days that you're going to be working well beforehand. This is something that you should ideally get prior to even being flown out to whatever the destination is. It gives you the time to go through exactly what it is that will be happening throughout the days. It also gives you the opportunity to see if there's anything that you don't necessarily 100% agree with, you can flag it to either the couple or, like I said, the wedding planner. Uh, so for example, if you have a photo shoot of maybe 20 minutes. Now, if you've been flown to, like I said, somewhere like Tenerife, which is a beautiful island, 20 minutes isn't enough to capture the the atmosphere and the entire scenery, the locations will be, you know, from place to place. You as a photographer want to capitalize and ensure that you're able to cover as much of Tenerife as you can and get the most gorgeous pictures for your couple because essentially they're moments that would have passed, but also because so much has gone into this particular wedding. I mean, every wedding is very special. But destination weddings are so much harder to organize. You want to be able to ensure that you've captured as much as possible so they have those memories to keep. So it's really important to get that itinerary beforehand. And if you only have something like 20 minutes, maybe suggest to either the couple or maybe to the wedding planner that look, it's a very short amount of time to create beautiful images is there any way that we can stretch this maybe we can reduce time here or maybe we can start a little bit earlier or maybe we can push the photo shoot to either the beginning or the end of the day maybe their entrance can be either brought forward or pushed back slightly so there's a whole bunch of different things that you can suggest if there's something in there that you you feel as though will impact you doing your job so for me I think it's absolutely essential that you get your itineraries well before the actual events take place and well before you're flown out to whatever destination it is. Another thing that I've learned is that you have to know well beforehand what days you're going to be working. This is for a number of reasons. So one of the main reasons is if you are asked to work Let's say you're flown out on a Friday and you are shooting on the Saturday. Ideally, you would like to be flown out and get to your destination maybe in the morning. The reason I say that is 
because it will one give you a chance to kind of wind down but it'll also then give you the afternoon slash the evening to location scout if you find in your itinerary that there is a substantial amount of time where you guys can go to a separate location and shoot it gives you time to find one two maybe even three locations depending on how many outfit changes your couple want to do and go to those locations and start shooting that's one of the main reasons the other reason is you have to know because in terms of backing up your work if you know your days are going to be back to back then at the end of each night you know for a fact right i need to get back before i can go to bed whether it's late or whatever time you finish i need to put my memory cards onto a hard drive put the images onto a hard drive and back them up if you know that your days are split as one on and one off then you can be a little bit more lax with it which personally i don't recommend but another advantage of having one day on and one day off it gives you the opportunity to scout for the following day and find more locations for your couple to take those pictures if you are second shooting it's really good for you to know because you know exactly then when you'll be shooting and secondly you'll be well aware of what you're going to be paid so if you've got like a day rate of let's say 300 pound per day that you are shooting you'll know if someone is hiring you out for to a destination shoot for eight days it doesn't make sense for you to shoot maybe two it might be worthwhile maybe contacting that person and letting them know that look if i'm only going for two days worth of shooting my time period needs to be reduced down to maybe four days rather than eight because you're then missing out on potential opportunities in your own town or your own country so that's a really important thing again that's been learned another thing that i ended up learning which kind of comes in tune with your itineraries is know what time of the days your couple are going to be having their events now the reason i say that is because again if you were able to follow my stories you'll see that i one of the days in tenerife i got skin burned really badly which is still healing by the way but you then kind of have an idea of what type of lighting you're going to be working with if you're aware that you're going to be shooting let's say out on the beach and it's going to be at midday at the height of the sun in july you know it's going to be very hot you know it's very bright and you'll be dealing with very very harsh light you can make preparations for that if you're completely unaware and you're blindsided and you're just told once you've flown out there look we're going to be having a beach wedding at midday and it's in the middle of july then you're very limited in what you can do to offset how to deal with that type of lighting so know well in advance what time the events are going to be taking place especially if they're outside and that way if on the hypothetical scenario you do end up shooting in very harsh light really good idea to have some nd filters just to make the lighting a little bit more even and reduce some of those harsh shadows also find out what direction you're going to be shooting so if you are shooting against the sun you will know beforehand right more than likely in order to lighten up my subjects i'm going to have to blow out the background quite badly and then have to use post-production to try and correct that 
as much as possible. Another one that I've touched on a little earlier was scouting. Now, this is really important, like I mentioned. If you are in a completely different country, you want to be able to catch that vibe. You want to be able to take pictures that will give the feeling of that place. How was it? Was it really busy? Was it really scenic? Was it really relaxed? Um, was it like a party vibe? Was it tropical? Was it exotic? So the way you take pictures will directly impact the type of vibe that your entire project will give when it's finally all over and presented to the couple. So try and take at least one day to scout for locations that give off a beautiful kind of vibe of what that country's like, all the good memories. Uh, it also saves you time as well because at the photo shoot on one of the wedding days, you won't need to think or Google what's the best place to go to right now. You'll already have all that information to hand. It will be as simple as putting into the itinerary Right at 12 o'clock, our photo shoot starts. We're going to get into a car and drive off to whatever it is that you found. The other thing of scouting is once you find a location, you can go to that location and kind of check it out. So you'll find little hotspots of, right, okay, the lighting is really good here. You'll also get an indication of what lighting is like over there as well, wherever that particular spot is. And you can start building on that then. And you can start picturing, right, I will want my couple sort of here. And after we've done shooting here, we'll move away to a different spot within the same sort of vicinity and take pictures there. So it's really important to be able to have at least one day's worth of scouting and finding locations that are suitable for your couple. Another point that I've found that's really important, but I don't think is advocated enough of is if you find that your shoots are one day on and one day off, just one of the days that you have off, take the time to relax. I know that sounds like it's not productive and it's not something that's go, 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 but it's really important because you're not going to be able to perform as good as you can if you are absolutely beat. It just won't happen. So you have to take the time to be able to relax. Maybe explore go out, you're in a new country, why not go out, explore, take some time, relax, have a massage, just do something to just unwind a little bit. Because I find obviously destination weddings, as fun as they are, they're a lot of hard work. And you do often end up working sort of 16, 17 hours sometimes. So it's really important for you to be able to unwind and Take the time to take care of yourself as well. Not for anyone else, but one for yourself, but also for the couple that have booked you as well, because you want to be able to perform to the best of your ability. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you're at 100% as well. So that's really a big one that I don't feel like a lot of people advocate for, especially in South Asian culture. You have to be able to relax a little bit. Now, the other things that are Quite minuscule, but I think they're just as important are things like ensuring everything's charged, especially if you're going to be shooting back to back. Any spare time that you have, get your batteries out, put them in the chargers and charge them off. We were doing that while we were out there because we had an event in the morning. As soon as we got back, 
I stuck all the batteries for my cameras, for my flashes onto charge. And the two hours that we had free, I let them charge. And I found in the evening that I had to go through all of my batteries as well as the recharged ones as well. So it's quite a long event. Now, had I not done that, it would have been a case of either at location, I would have been scrounging for a plug to charge my things, or it would have been a case of all my batteries died and I would have panicked. So any spare time that you have, make sure you charge your things up. And the final one that I learned was, again, like I mentioned before, ensure that everything is backed up. Back up everything each night. The reason I say that is your card could get corrupt. You could lose your cards. You could end up damaging your camera, which is very easy to do. Especially, I find it's a lot easier to do in, in destination weddings because you're moving a lot more. Whereas when you're local, you seem to be more at a venue. Whereas with destination venues, it's more of a resort. And you're kind of going from one end of the resort to the other and just taking pictures. So it's really easy to lose images. So I personally tend to back up all of my images on a nightly basis just to ensure that I haven't lost anything. And that way I'm able to give the couple a full picture of what their destination shoot is like. But that's what I've learned. Second shooting out in Tenerife. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's super short, but again, I think it's really important for a lot of photographers, especially those that are new to destination weddings, to know these things because I didn't know them and I've literally just learned over the past couple of destination shoots that I've had. So it's really good to be able to share this kind of information. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope that it was helpful to you guys. And I'm really looking forward to having you guys again with me next week at the same time, same place. And I'll see you guys there. Take care. Bye. Found my focus soon as you came into view. Highlight and expose the way I think of you. Now it's clear as day just what I need to do. Don't ever start, just give it all that you got. Sure.